You're listening to the Paradigm Shift Podcast. You're listening to episode four of the Paradigm Shift Podcast. My name is Alex Sanfilippo, and with me today is Katie Zimmerman. Katie, how are you doing today? Doing good. Thanks for having me on. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm really excited about this podcast. We're, we're going to make this one a little bit different than some of the previous ones we've done. Uh, we're going to be talking about finding purpose in your career. And, and I'm excited about this and to have Katie on here. He's both Her and I, both since we got out of school, we've both been in, in the business world. I know that's true yeah, for you as well. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, we, we've both been in full-time uh, marketplace ministry at times even, but it, it's always been some sort of profession that, we, that we've had. And so I, I wanted to just go ahead and jump right in here with Katie. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're doing? Yeah. So I've spent six years working in the IT industry full-time. And then on the side, I also write for Forbes and operate a blog called Optimistic Millennial. And both my writing for Forbes and Optimistic Millennial focus on uh, career and money advice mm-hmm. and issues around, related to the millennial generation. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Uh, also, just as for anyone listening today, Katie's also written some on, on Daily PS as well. And what she's written on there is similar topics. It, it's yeah. it's a lot of it's financially driven, but it's driven in a way that, that it obtains to our faith, our faith. And it's been like really cool to be able to read those posts. There'll be a link in the notes to, to hear a little bit more about that. So let's jump straight into the content here. Uh, what would you say to people who feel like they aren't living their calling in their career? So I feel like a lot of people will associate their calling with their job. And it's Mm -hmm. not always one and the same. Uh, A lot of times it's actually different. So a lot of people will have um, a calling that's placed on their life. And it doesn't really matter what type of job they have. They're living out their calling no matter what that job is. But really what a calling is, is it's faith in action. So you're not really focused on, you know, what's my title or what industry am I in? Or am I a pastor or am I, you know, professional athlete or am I... You know, working at the grocery store, anytime you have a job, it can be a calling. It, it doesn't have to be um, focused on a particular industry. Right. You can still have it on any given job that you have. You could be an encourager. You could be a teacher. You could be um, providing for other people. You could be a giver. There's all different types of ways that you can live out a calling in your job. That's great. I, I know that this was actually a tough one for me to uh, to come to terms with for a long time. I felt like Maybe I should go into full time ministry because yeah. I'm a Christian, right? Yeah. So I a thought, lot of people question that too. I, I feel like a lot of people are like, "Should I work at a church, or should I, you know, be a pastor, or should I go into ministry?" And that's not necessarily the answer for everybody. And I feel like one of the things that um, really helped me is Romans twelve one through two, mm-hmm. um, and that says, "So here's what I want you to do: God helping you take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life." Place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. And I just really feel like that really speaks a lot to how, you know, our, our calling is in our daily lives. You know, mm-hmm. it talks about right away, it says, take your everyday ordinary life, you're sleeping, eating, going to work. So they're saying right from the very beginning that it's not saying go be a pastor. Right. It's saying whatever you do, mm-hmm. that's your calling. You live out your faith in action. Um, and for me personally, my story when it comes to this is that 
I was in my job for maybe three to four years before I really felt a tug that what I was doing wasn't meaningful and I, I wasn't living out my faith. I wasn't doing anything impactful mm-hmm. uh, that I felt like was going to be um, long term or live beyond me, if you will. Right. And I felt like I was being pulled to try and play professional golf, which was what my past was, was playing golf. And really that came down to a selfish pursuit. It wasn't my calling. Hmm. So every time I tried to pursue that, I would hit a brick wall. And when I finally got to this place where I realized I had this piece about, okay, I do work in a cubicle every day, but there's a calling within that cubicle. And I can definitely reach out to my coworkers. I can be an example to my customers. I can, you know, there's so many different areas where I can be used that I don't need that big platform of saying, you know, I'm a professional athlete or I'm a pastor. Like I said before, you don't need that platform in Mm -hmm. order to have a calling. Yeah. And, you know, I definitely do know you and I both know some people that that is their calling yeah. is, is to be a pastor and be those, yeah. those things. But at the end of the day, imagine if every Christian was a pastor, you know, yeah. was a, a yeah. vocational pastor yeah. or we're all on a stage like that, right. that, that wouldn't work. Right. Yeah. We need, there needs to be people in the marketplace yeah. as well. Absolutely. Um, so I, I think that you kind of bring up a, a thought in my mind. That I want to ask another question here. Um, what can you say like as Christians uh, to be intentional about pursuing our purpose? What, like how can we do that even though we're, we're, you know, maybe not in yeah. ministry directly. Like, what and does that look like? I think that's the thing is that we have first have to stop and say, am I intentional about being in ministry or is my ministry within the marketplace? And mm-hmm. if it's in the marketplace, what are my gifts? Like, what do I need to be living out? And one of the actual other Bible verses that helps me with this, um, it, and it just really reflects on focusing on your own strengths, not other people's strengths, mm-hmm. is uh, Romans 12, 4 through 6 and 8. It says, for just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We each have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Um, and really what this boils down to is so many of us want somebody else's calling. Like we, right. we want to have the best you know, voice and be a, a singer on the stage at church, or we want to um, be a great writer, or we want to be a great spouse, or we want to, like, there's all these, you can be a great spouse. Yeah, you should still and, be that. You know, you should be a great spouse, <laughs> yeah. but there's certain areas where people are gifted in, and we're just, right. like, if, if somebody wanted me to get up and, stay, and sing on stage at mm-hmm. church, it would be pretty ugly, because I'd be trying to live out somebody else's calling. Right. But I recognize that that's not my calling, so I focus in on the areas that I can do very well at, and that God's blessed me in. I pursue those and I see that multiply and help other people because I'm following my calling because ultimately comparison kills, kills contentment if I want to be mm. somebody else. Yeah, that's and that's good. the biggest thing. Yeah, that's good. I'll, I'll tell you what, when I was, um, when I was growing up, I, I remember late teen years, I, I took art lessons my entire life and I, I always wanted to do something with this, but it never seemed to naturally be there. I worked so hard to do okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's always those guys in the same classes, and you know, I was like, man, how did they do this? Right. You know, right? And it's just one of those things I finally had to come to terms with. I'm like, this is just not yeah. not me. And 
And I feel like that's an indicator too, right? So, you know, with me, with professional golf, it was like, I want to do this. But when I kept hitting a brick wall, it was like I was trying to swim upstream. At some point you have to say, maybe this isn't what I'm being called to do. And maybe Mm -hmm. this is God laying it out before me that if it was downstream and everything was, and not everything is easy when you're in your calling, of course. but you still should be able to feel like this is where I've been gifted Mm -hmm. and this is where I, where I need to grow, where I'm planted basically. Yeah, that's good. So Kind of moving on to another question here, you know, we've kind of talked about uh, not, not so faith in the workplace, like that's going to be part of part of your calling is to be there. But how can you practically share your faith in your job? Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of ways that people think of whether it's like sharing Bible verses with coworkers, but I feel like that's a lot more forward than a lot of people are more comfortable being. But mm-hmm. when you're at work, I mean, a lot of times it's just living that example. I mean, so many people who have never been to church or don't have an interest, we're the only Bible they're ever going to read. Yeah, so so we, we need to be that example. But beyond that, I feel like um, millennials are always looking for their purpose and their mm-hmm. passion. Like we throw around these words like crazy and we right. say we don't want to work for an employer that, you know, we're not passionate about their um, mission and things like that. So if we don't see that in our regular job... I feel like side hustles are a great option. And I talk a lot about side hustles simply because there are ways to live out your calling and out your purpose and still have a full-time job that may not necessarily be the crux of that, mm-hmm. um, but it might be volunteering at church or a nonprofit. And I would, I would consider that a side hustle. It might be a paid um, side hustle. Like I, I pur- purposely feel like uh, Forbes and my blog have been something that have been placed on my life to do. And it's not my full-time job. Um, some of it's paid, some of it's not paid, and, and that's okay. It doesn't matter because when you live out your calling, you're doing what you're meant to do, and it doesn't have to be a nine-to-five full-time thing. Right. So it doesn't. you don't have to stay within the bounds of a job or a volunteer opportunity. You don't have to strictly be at church. You can do this, you know, without every within every area of your life. You're not you're not focused on just church or just work. It it really spans every area. Yeah, that's good. You know, little story here that's kind of off topic. But I remember when you first started your blog. Yeah. It was like a few months after you like were talking to me. I'm like, man, I just feel like I haven't gotten any. Yeah haven't gone anywhere with it. No one's really like looked at it and stuff like that. And it was like a week later, you're mm-hmm. getting paid from Forbes to write. It <laughs> happened overnight. It was crazy. really cool. And especially like the story behind that, I feel like when I started that, God didn't let me sleep. Like I mm-hmm. was not sleeping for a week. It was like, you need to go do this right now until I started doing it. And so, yeah, like those first few months, I was like super discouraged. Like right. nobody's reading this. This isn't helping anybody. And so then after a few months, when I finally got to that point where I picked up speed, I was like, man, like God was encouraging me during that time to say, keep going. Like what you're doing is building you up for what's coming. Yeah, that's good. And then it, you know, ended up where it is. Yeah, so, that's amazing. Yeah, I love it. Really cool. Um, so do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with us today before we close out? Yeah. So I think the other thing about purpose is that a lot of people want to know what the whole story is. We want to know start to finish long term, like, Hey God, tell me what I'm going to be doing for the next 50 years. Sometimes our purpose and our calling is for the next five minutes. So we might be at work and we might see somebody that just needs a word or we might, God might put something on our heart that we need to go say something to that person. It might be for five minutes. We might not know that person. And he's using that as your purpose. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this big, grand thing like it is for some people, like on social media or right. you know, blogs or things like that. It's just, it's very, you know, short term for some people. And the other thing about purpose that I want to say is that our God given purpose is not about us, mm-hmm. it's about others. 
and your purpose could be to welcome the new person at work or be a listening ear to the person going through a hard time. But ultimately, we just have to remember that it's not about us. So if we find ourselves looking for a platform for ourselves, we need to be questioning that to say, is this really where I'm being called? Wow, that's good. That's awesome. Well, Katie, thank you for being here today. Yeah, I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. And at the end there, you just said something so key. It's it's not about us. It's it's about helping other people no matter what we do. And I mean, I know today we're talking about purpose in the workplace and in career, but that applies to anything. Yeah. Anything we do is in walking in this life of faith has got to be for other people. So yeah. thank you for sharing that. And everyone, I appreciate you all listening again to this podcast. We're still getting it up and running. This was episode four here and we got another one coming out in another month from now. So every month, first Monday of every month, we're going to be letting them out. So thank you again for listening. I hope this was really encouraging and helpful to you today. For show notes and discussion, visit podcast.dailyps.com. Thank you for listening to the Paradigm Shift Podcast.